Hello, dear listeners of Geeks Crossing. This is Matt um, coming at you with another... Actually, it's been a while since we've done one of these. A semi-unscripted episode of Geeks Crossing. I usually write a very long script before one of these solos if I'm doing an in-depth dive of something. But today, we are just doing a good old-fashioned ranking. Okay, so uh, what exactly are we going to be ranking today? I believe the last ranking I did was 2021. Wow. <laughs> been a while. A little rusty. Hopefully you've been listening to Eric's ranking videos in 2022. Shout out to Eric, because I have not done much in the last year and a half. But here I am, I am back with an episode on The Office. Weird uh, that a podcast that dives so often into pop culture has never touched upon one of the most famous American sitcoms of all time. But uh, if you somehow don't know what it is, The Office is an American adaptation of a British show by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant from the early 2000s. Um, Just about a whimsical, silly, but slightly normal, at the same time, British office. Ran for about 12 episodes. Then, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant came to America, and they decided to do an American version, uh, based on an American office with more American humor and American characters. And the rest is history. One of the most famous sitcoms of all time. For those of you who do not know, the premise is literally just characters in an office. However, the show was kind of stylized like a documentary. Pretty much a pioneer in the mockumentary genre. Literally mock documentary. So the characters are being filmed for some fictional documentary. um, But of course, they are still fake characters. This is a fictional world. And so even though you're supposed to believe that it's a pretty normal average office There are writers, you know, these are actors, actresses. This is all make-believe. Hope I didn't just break any of your hearts. But by that standard, we have to keep in mind that some characters in The Office would probably not be very good employees in real life. So, today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all of the major characters from The Office, according to... The Office's Wikipedia page, the main cast, anyone who was ever a part of the main cast in The Office. We are going to sit them each down one at a time and decide whether or not they would actually be capable, functional, normal employees. Or, if Dunder Mifflin was real, would they be fired? So, we have a lot of characters to get through, so I'm very excited um, for our little romp. Here are my categories for this tier list sort of style so this uh, characters that would not be fired these characters are completely normal even though they're in a tv show they would still be normal average workers in a regular real office so that's the best category would not be fired category below that could get a mild warning these characters probably still wouldn't get fired because they're still fairly normal and if they're weird they're within the acceptable amount of weird But they might get a mild warning due to some issues or quirks that are just a little too much. The category down from that is could get a serious warning. There's literally only one character I have in mind for this box, but it's a step up from mild warning. This character might be a good employee, but um, their quirks might take things to the next level. And finally, characters that would be fired. So if these characters really were working at an office like Dunder Mifflin in the real world today... They would not last very long because they are just too crazy, weird, awful, off-putting, or 
some combination of those um, to last very long in a real-life office setting. So, today, dear Geeks Crossing listeners, I am putting on my Dave Wallace mask, and I am going to decide the fates of every single main office character if the office was a real office. So, why waste any time? Let's begin, again, uh, in an effort to be as fair as possible and not rank characters or not list characters who are all related to each other. I just decided to go good old-fashioned alphabet. So, we are starting with Andy. I think I know where I want to put Andy. This one might be controversial. I think if Andy was a real employee, he would just get a mild warning. So, Andy, as manager, is kind of stupid and kind of weird. Um, He's actually kind of stupid and weird throughout the series. But, I will say, he is very capable of just being a rational, normal salesman albeit kind of annoying. Um, you know, he sings, he likes to dance. Uh, <laughs> he has his anger issues, definitely, which I actually think would be his mild warning. Sure, singing in the workplace can be a little annoying, uh, but I think his anger issues would really be the main focus of, hey, Andy, um, you got to work on those. I think he probably would be sent to anger management if the office was real. And as we know, when he came back, he was fine for multiple seasons in terms of his anger issues. So I think Andy could be a normal, rational employee of a company, um, but I'm going to put him in the mild warning category. He's not perfect. He definitely has his flaws, as anyone who's seen the show would tell you. So Andy gets mild warning status. Next up is Angela, who also gets mild warning status. Probably another controversial one, because Angela, in many ways, is just the most normal employee. She's so normal that she gets really, really annoyed by all the weirdness around her. But I do have my reasonings. Despite Angela being very, you know, normal, no-nonsense, just a good accountant doing the work, I do think she kind of creates a toxic work environment at times, and she could get a mild warning for that. You know, office rumors, gossip, hardcore grudges. Nothing that would be fireable, necessarily. At least nothing that would make it impossible to be an employee. But I do think that Angela um, is not quite as you know, perfect goody two-shoes as she lets on. That said, mild warning is still employable. So after Angela is asked politely to maybe tone down with the grudges and the gossip and the kind of cruelty, I think she's still, at the end of the day, a very good accountant, a very solid employee. All right, so good job, Angela. Up next, we have Clark. I'm torn with Clark because by all accounts, Clark is just a normal employee. He wouldn't be fired at all. I think Clark gets a mild warning. There's actually a few characters I have in mind for this, but mild warning on the grounds of just mild creepiness. In season nine, we see Clark kind of flirting with some of the office women. They're clearly not into it. Uh, And obviously in a normal office setting, that really wouldn't stand. So after Clark is taken aside and said, you know, hey, can you stop flirting with your coworkers? I think he, at the end of the day, is a good employee. I mean, we see that Dwight decides to keep him around, you know? So, oh, and by the way, Probably should have said this earlier, major spoilers for The Office. So Clark, in fact, maybe if you guys aren't even caught up on The Office, you might not know who the heck Clark is. He's literally in one season at the very end. Uh, So, yeah, Clark, mild creepiness, but other than that, you're just a mild warning. He's a good employee, works in sales, by and large, fine employee. All right, moving on, Creed. So Creed is going to be our first uh, candidate for firing. He's definitely going into the would-be-fired category. In fact, I almost want to make a separate category called how the heck was he hired in the first place 
Creed is clearly an example of background checks that just didn't happen. He's hinted at many moments in his dark past, potential attempted murderings, drug dealings, just a lot of uh, a very checkered past. He clearly has no idea what's going on. He's kind of insane. So even if he didn't have a dark past, he has clearly a very insane present. So Creed is fired. Sorry, Creed. Next up is Daryl, and just as Creed was our first in the would-be-fired category, Daryl is our first in the wouldn't-be-fired category. Daryl is, by all accounts, a completely normal, likable, friendly employee. We don't really have any incidents from him in the show. I mean, you know, everyone has something. Everyone does something stupid in the show because it's comedy. The one that comes to mind for me for Daryl is when he gets drunk at the Christmas party and passes out on the table of all the desserts. But, you know, one incident like that, I guess, is, you know, passable considering it's a comedy again everyone in this show does something like that if those were all fireable offenses this would be a very short episode of geek crossing so daryl would not be fired again one of the most normal friendly kind-hearted characters in the show so good on you daryl you are a an employable person which brings me to dwight oh boy um so remember how i said could get a serious warning was for one person that person is dwight dwight is probably the hardest person for me to rank in this episode because by all accounts, he's insane. He has weapons at work. You know, he's unfriendly. He's kind of standoffish. He's not very sociable. But he's also time and time again stated to be the best salesman in the entire office. Constantly clinching major clients, becoming assistant manager, or assistant to the regional manager, and, uh, spoiler alert, he later actually becomes the manager of the Scranton branch. He just is passionate he loves his job. He loves his work. He's great at his work. So it's tough to rank. How do you put someone who's great at what they do and loves what they do, but at the same time is kind of insane? I don't know the answer to that. I guess it kind of depends on where in the timeline you rank him. Like late season or late series Dwight is def- is probably perfectly safe. But again, this is the guy who fired a gun in the office and brought one in in the first place. I'm going to say serious warning. I think they would sit him down, tell him uh, just kind of how insane he's being, but that he's a really, really, really good employee. So I don't know. I guess it would really just depend on the mood the uh, CEO was in, what would happen to Dwight. So we're going to keep him in. Could get a serious warning, which means that he could be fired. I don't know. Um, This is going to be the category for just Dwight. (laughs) Spoiler alert. All right, next up is Aaron. We see that when Erin is doing her receptionist job in the background or whatever, that she does a perfectly serviceable job at it. But I'm not going to put her in wouldn't-be-fired territory because she has one major hindrance. She is a massive idiot. So, she's going and could get a mild warning. I think they would have to call Erin in and talk to her about her general stupidity um, and whether or not that can kind of be toned down a bit. You know, Erin, hey, you're really good at working the phones and redirecting and doing all this stuff, but... As any person who's watched the show would tell you, you're extremely, extremely socially awkward and uh, not very bright. So, again, maybe a receptionist job is perfectly fine for someone like that. So, don't think she'd get fired, but she probably would get a warning because, you know, stupid people sometimes do stupid things. Alright, up next, we have Gabe. I'm gonna put Gabe in could get a mild warning as well. I don't think Gabe would be fired. Again, he seems like he does his job decently. Um, With a few exceptions, like when he screamed at Andy in the middle of his interview for regional manager. He's, again, you know, this is a comedy. Everyone does stupid things every now and then. But Gabe does get a mild warning for mild creepiness. We know that he kind of 
almost like coerced Aaron into dating him because he was her boss. He pathetically tries to get her back later on. He's a creep, but by all accounts, he seems pretty decent at his job. So I'm going to say he would just get a mild warning for just, again, creepiness. <laughs> After Gabe, we have Jim. You know, Jim is a very, very normal guy. See, I don't know if I agree with that. That seems to be his description. But he does have one thing that I will say kind of rubs would rub an employer the wrong way. Jim is a decent salesman, friendly stand-up guy, normal dude. But... His pranks can get a little out of control sometimes. He can go a little bit overboard with them in terms of the jello and meatballs and construction paper and all just the random crap that he will use. Sometimes it could almost be hurtful. Like, I think I remember once where Dwight, uh, where he, yeah, that's right. He, he tricked Dwight into thinking that he wrapped his desk in wrapping paper, but in reality, there was nothing there. So he dropped all his stuff down and all fell to the floor. Listen, a prank could hurt someone. So I'm going to put Jim in mild warning territory. Probably a little surprising. Maybe it's a little bit over-exaggerative. But I'm just going to say it. You know, Jim's got to be a little bit more careful with his pranking. Normal people don't go to work and prank their weird co-workers. So even though Jim is pretty normal, he does have that one quirk. I think that he would have to be talked to about that. Hey, Jim, you know, maybe don't put your co-workers stapler in jello. Instead, maybe do your job. But just a mild warning for Jim, okay? Up next, we have none other than Kelly. You know, she's kind of like Angela. She does her job pretty well, but she also creates a toxic work environment. She's obsessed with gossip. She's obsessed with PDA. I think I'm going to say that Kelly is getting a mild warning as well, kind of like how Angela did for a toxic work environment. I promise you, not all these characters are getting mild warnings. We are going to start moving into the more solid categories after this (laughs) of people who are definitely safe and people who are definitely screwed. But as for Kelly, I think Kelly could hang around. All right, but after a mild warning about her general, you know, lack of care, <laughs> her job and her coworkers and things like that. All right, up next we have Kevin, and I'm not going to beat around the bush. I love Kevin, but Kevin is 100% getting fired. Again, we literally see this happen at the end of the show. Kevin is fun, but not only does he know nothing about his job, but he's also not he's also one for raunchy jokes, let's say and inappropriate conversation pieces. So if you pile all that together, it's a miracle he even lasted the nine years. Uh, If he wasn't employed even before that, which he probably was. So more than nine years as somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. I think we learned in the finale that he's been making up numbers too in uh, in the official accounting transcripts, which means maybe he's even embezzling the company. I don't know. I read a fan theory on that actually. But long story short, Kevin is dumb, socially awkward, and kind of rude bye kevin all right next up meredith who's also gone uh i love me some meredith but meredith oh my goodness meredith um has a reputation she will flirt with hit on any guy she sees including her boss she will flash her co-workers she will get drunk at work not like like pass out drunk at work there's just no place in a proper office for someone like that so meredith is joining creed and kevin as definitely getting kicked out all right and after that this one is gonna hurt we have michael scott himself and i do believe michael scott is getting fired again it's a fantastic show michael's a wonderfully hilarious character but oh good gosh the things that he gets away with especially in the first couple of seasons the off-color jokes he makes the terrible wastes of time he performs in the office flirts with hits on touches his employees 
it just wouldn't really fly in a modern office setting. So sorry, Michael, but you are also out. And that leads me to a very interesting candidate indeed, Nelly. Nelly's a later character. I think season eight, she joins the Canada halfway through season eight. And Nelly's a special case because this depends entirely on when in the show we're talking about. If we are talking about season eight, Nelly, season eight, Nelly being the one who just randomly barges into the office, announces herself manager and starts bossing everyone around without even so much as a job interview. Oh, 100% she's getting fired. Like that's, she might even be like facing a lawsuit or a restraining order for that. But season nine, Nelly is pretty normal. Again, just somebody who sits at her desk, does her job. She's special projects, I believe. And so she's always going around looking for special projects for the office to do. Perfectly fine employee. Season eight, Nelly would be fired. Season nine, Nelly probably would be safe. I'd say wouldn't be fired. Um, so I guess maybe I should even make a distinction. Let's see. Spoiler alert. This is going to happen to one other character as well, not just Nelly. But we don't get to that guy for a while because we have Oscar. And um, Oscar, you know, especially towards the end of the show, he ends up being kind of a wise ass. And I think there's one incident where he like breaks a guy's taillight because he had a dog locked in his car. Um, but other than that, he's, he's a, again, a really normal employee, you know, does the accounting that he's supposed to do, goes to work. He's a smart guy, knows what he's doing, perfectly capable of making conversation with other coworkers. It's funny. You got accounting. You have Kevin, who's an absolute idiot, like probably one of the worst employees in the entire office. And then Oscar and Angela are probably two of the best in terms of just rational doing their job like normal. So I'm going to actually say Oscar would not be fired. He'd be safe. After Oscar, we have Pam, who would also not be fired and would be safe. Pam is, in many ways, the model Dunder Mifflin employee. Uh, she goes from receptionist to uh, sales to, I believe, building manager or, or something like that. She has like some other role towards the end of the show. So yeah, she is perfectly capable. Um, she often mi uh, redirects the crappy plans of Michael, for instance, uh, in the earlier season. So yeah, very smart employee knows what she's doing safe employee would not be fired definitely pete another safe employee unlike clark clark is kind of like a creepy way of flirting pete we see that when pete flirts he just kind of develops a real friendship with somebody and then you know makes sure that he's not crossing any boundaries that's a normal office relationship that's healthy so pete congratulations your job is completely safe then again clark only got a mild warning his job is pretty much safe too but pete doesn't even have the warning to worry about all right so after pete we have phyllis and what do you know it's another character who is perfectly safe phyllis again an older employee does her job well very good saleswoman liked and respected throughout the office never really does anything crazy wouldn't be fired. Phyllis is safe. Nice job, Phyllis. So, um, yeah, we got the three characters in name start with P. All not fired. That probably doesn't mean anything. Um, and after that, we have Roy. And this is going to be a very shocking one, but I'm actually going to put Roy in wouldn't be fired territory. Roy, it, it, which is very funny because Roy is one of the few characters who actually does get fired, um, which is after he lunges himself at Jim. But if you put Roy in any other office environment, he would never do that. He is shown to be a friendly, likable, average guy. Again, a warehouse dude, but he's perfectly capable of conversing with the people who work in the office. Again, there's not really anything to note about him. And even when he does that to Jim, he is so regretful. He's like, oh my gosh, what have I done? He's respectful of Pam and Jim's relationship. He changes for his second wife. 
uh, or second fiance, I should say, because he never married Pam. Um, I think Roy's actually a pretty decent guy when you get past uh, the kind of thug-like behavior he has towards Pam when he finds out that she's into Jim. Um, and again, that's just a jealous boy, or not boy, even boyfriend, jealous fiance. So um, those were special circumstances, I think. I think Roy in any other business setting would be a normal employee and not get fired. So fight me in the comments if you'd like. Uh, Ryan is next. And Ryan was the other character I was talking about. He's kind of like Nelly, although it's the reverse. Nelly is a crazy person in season eight and a normal model employee in season nine. Ryan's actually a pretty normal employee when he's a temp. Season one, season two, Ryan, he's a normal dude doing his work, you know, looking for a job, just trying to move up in the world, perfectly capable employee. That Ryan wouldn't be fired at all. So early Ryan is definitely safe. Now, how about late stage Ryan? Because holy cow, does that guy go nuts? In the middle of the show, he develops a cocaine addiction when he becomes an executive in New York. He then winds up moving uh, back to Scranton, working at some bowling alley. He steals bowling shoes from the alley. We just see, get an impression that he's a very shady, scummy guy. I think scummy is actually the perfect word to describe Ryan. Not quite shady, because he doesn't really have anything to hide. He's just a, he's just a dirtbag. So, can you get fired for being a dirtbag? I guess it depends on how big of a dirtbag you're being. But I'm going to say late Ryan is also going to be fired. Because, again, he just doesn't do a good job. He doesn't really... He's clearly just so self-absorbed. He doesn't take his work very seriously. He's just so obsessed with Kelly and other ladies and himself and his own ego. So, it's the reverse of Nelly. Earlier Nelly would be fired. Later Nelly would be safe. Early Ryan would be safe. Late Ryan would definitely be fired. My dude lost his mind. We're almost done. We got Stanley next. Stanley is a perfectly fine employee i'm not gonna say normal because he does have his things where uh, you know he'll like take a nap while he's working he'll do his crosswords during all the meetings i think he would get a mild warning i don't think he'd get fired because i do think he's a pretty decent salesman and a pretty good guy it seems that he's a friendly guy at least in some level if a bit grumpy but i do think he's gonna get a mild warning for insubordination you know disobeying the man the manager that kind of thing we see he has no respect for Michael Scott, but I don't think that's just because he has no respect for any manager. I think he just butts heads with Michael Scott. So yeah, so Stanley's going to get a mild warning for insubordination, maybe for sleeping on the job. At the end of the day, he's a good employee, kind of like Andy, a little quirky, but at the end of the day, a good salesman. So we're almost at the end of this thing. We got two more people left, starting with everyone's favorite butt monkey, Toby Flenderson, who is getting a mild warning. I know Toby is in many ways one of the most normal characters, and maybe especially during the first half of the show, he'd be safe, wouldn't be fired at all. But he gets a little creepy there towards the end. So at least late Toby is getting some sort of mild warning for general creepiness. But it's nothing anything too crazy, you know? And early Toby, I think, is safe. So we can even split him up, just like we split up Ryan and Nelly. Late Toby's getting a warning. Early Toby is perfectly safe. Sorry, Michael. Probably not happy to hear that. And we end with Todd Packard, who is probably the most fireable person in this entire show. I mean, Kevin's an idiot, and Michael is very raunchy, but, oh my gosh, Todd takes the raunchiness of Michael, Meredith, Kevin, and just cranks it up to 11. Pretty sure every single line this guy says is some sort of degrading comment or sick joke. <laughs> in other words, not gonna fly in the modern business environment, I'm afraid, so old Todd Packard would definitely be fired. And that pretty much sums it up, if you've ever been curious 
about how the characters from the American office would stack in today's world, well, look no further. In the modern business world, you would not be able to have Michael, Meredith, Creed, Todd Packard, Kevin, and at least early Nellie and late Ryan. Dwight, maybe you could have, but he would get a serious warning for the amount of weapons he's brought into the office alone. That said, he is a very, very, very hardworking, dedicated, passionate, and good employee. So, it's weird with him. Then you got people who would probably be perfect employees, but they would need to be stared straight. You know, get a mild warning. Jim, for his reckless pranking. Andy, for his anger issues. Maybe his singing. Stanley, for some amount of insubordination and sleeping on the job. Angela and Kelly, for a toxic work environment, in their own ways. Clark, Gabe, and later Toby, for some mild creepiness. And Aaron, for some good old-fashioned stupidity. But I do think all these people would still somewhat function in their roles, given what we've seen in the show, and seen of how they do their jobs. And finally, who wouldn't be fired? The safest, most employable employees. We have Pam, Phyllis, Daryl, Oscar, Pete, Roy, early Ryan, early Toby, and late Nellie. I think that these characters are perfectly capable at their jobs we've seen it we watch them do their jobs well we understand that they're generally good people so yeah i think that if you're gonna found your own paper company those are the people you're looking to get um so again you're welcome for the free advice there about which fictitious characters to hire but that's gonna be it for me you've just listened to another episode of geeks crossing who's your favorite character from the office and what did you think of this countdown list a uh, kind of weird format weird synopsis but i'm curious what did you think about it any characters you disagreed with or agreed with anyone you were just like oh that's definitely good anyone where you were like that is horrible did you want me to rank any other characters the only ones i really left out were the stanford folks um who were in that you know when they merged with scranton I honestly think they're all pretty normal employees that just get chased out due to other circumstances, mostly Michael. <laughs> but anyway, whatever you're thinking, let us know on our Discord server or DM us on Instagram. Link is in the description of this episode, as always. Please continue to support us wherever you're listening to us right now, whether that be on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasting needs. Be sure to tell your friends and family about us, especially any Office fans in your life. And if you really can't get enough of us geeks, support the other geeks on Twitch. Keith at Nuclear Bacons, Nick at CryptoLock Gaming, and Eric at E-Man the Legendary, which is also the name of his YouTube channel, where you can watch more concise clips of his streams. Our favorite fifth member, Tyler, is also on Twitch at Carrot Bite Gaming. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matt, and that's what she said. <laughs>